If you're an average player, you want to be left alone, right? Because you want to be able to slide by. If you're a good player, you want to be coached. If you're a great player, you want the coach to tell you the truth every day. Did I hustle on that play? Did I make the right read? Did I play the guy with the right leverage? You want to know every play. Because you know why? They want to be perfect. Everybody here makes a choice to do one of those three things. Welcome to the GOAT Consulting Podcast, a podcast dedicated to people striving to be a GOAT, the greatest of all time, serving it up in a way that you can get it in all stages of life. Hey, I'm Colby Jubenville, and welcome to another episode of the GOAT Consulting Podcast right Mm -hmm. here in VC Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. It's been raining for weeks, but we're going to fight through it and and make it all happen. Tyler is back. Thank goodness. From Georgia. We're glad you are back. Maybe Vanessa will listen again. He is the CEO and founder of the Goat Family of Brands. Good to be on, Uh, Tyler Burnett. Glad to be back. I got to ride with him today. Whoa. Mile a minute. Phone call a mile a minute. So much fun. To the left. I get cut out of those. All the way from Brentwood. (laughs) We call him the LinkedIn Whisperer. Uh, he's the calming force to our show. Uh, John Byers. John, we're so glad you're at the table today. That's a great T-shirt on the day. It it's not a T-shirt. Look, this, it's a it's a long sleeve button up. This is but. very fitting for our topic today, which I will share in a moment. <laughs> We've got a great very show. Excited. We've got a great great show for you today. We're going to serve it up as always in a way that you can get it. Hmm. We know we're the stages of life, stages of career. Twenties get in, thirties move up, forties stay in, fifties you finally ask yourself, what do you really want? We mm-hmm. hope that happens for you today. And then, as always, um, the goat coming out of the genius of Tyler Burnett. The GOAT. In sports, it's easy to see. It's people that are recognized for their greatness. What they do elevates the play around them and those around them. But in business, it's people that compete on unique perspective, unique education, and unique experience. What they do gives them energy. It gives other people energy, creates new levels of challenge and new levels of opportunity. We're decide- We're glad you decided to stop by and mm-hmm. see us on a quick cast, a car ride to work and car ride home. We've got a great show for you today. We, we fought with the title of this. We wrestled with the title and we landed on this idea of trade-offs suck. Yeah. That's very negative, but I'm going to let you go with that. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you go with that today. And we're going to start with your shirt. We're going to start with your shirt and, and why your shirt is representative of an idea that trade-offs suck. It's a bigger, it's a bigger idea than just yeah. trade-offs suck. Trade-offs do suck. They do. Right? But you're speaking to a larger issue that's happening right in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah, and so let me also just say thanks to our partners and good friends over at Dev Digital. Who, uh, when you think about Nashville and you think about energy, you yeah. think about Dev Digital. One and word. They're fantastic. Grateful for them. So appreciate. Go check them out. Uh, anything you need from your digital world and SEO, uh, seek out our friends at DevDigital.com. So, my shirt, as we've come to be, I, I try to nail the shirt to make it fitting for whatever episode and topic. And so as we talk about this idea that trade-offs suck, uh, one of the other things I thought is that work-life balance doesn't really exist. We're going to talk about that. But I love this shirt because this has become my favorite Zoom virtual conference shirt. Yeah. It kind of fits the, the, the work Kind of it fits, fits the party, the, the, per, the personal. I can go. Man, it out. looks, it can, looks so good. What's and the, it's it's a the brand is Poncho. Poncho. I love it. <laughs> you, it has been raining, so we definitely need to wear the Poncho. Check, check the out theme. Poncho. Now it poncho. is a fishing outdoor shirt. 
doesn't necessarily fit me in that way. It's just super comfortable. I've got these magnetic buttons here. If you have a pacemaker, you can't wear it. It tells you right here on the secret pocket. Really? But it's very, very nice, and it's comfortable. And so check out our friends at Poncho. Uh, magnetic thank you. buttons. Yes. Wow. Work-life balance shirt here. Well, you know, we're all sold and told that we can have it all. Mm. Right? Who says that? Well, the, the, all the motivational Tony Robbins, all the motivational speakers. He they does. all say they all say you can they have do. it all, and and they it's all true. they all are liars, right? Mm-hmm. And and so this episode is dedicated to this idea that motivational speakers, high performers, famous people tell us that we can have it all in every way that we want, right? But in mm-hmm. reality, in where you are in your life where you have been and continue to go in your life, and certainly in my life, we realize that trade-offs are part of our life. Yeah. Uh, Essentially, I think back to you were gracious enough last week to invite me to the... uh, Yeah, thank you for the invite on that. (laughs) You wonder why why you're left out of the ride, okay? I mean, he calls me back. I called you like eight times to invite you. There's no way. I'll pull pull it up. There's no way. But we did have a nice time at the Virgin Hotel, hanging out with all the celebrities. Yeah, I heard you had a great time. It was. In fact, we pull pull up there and they said, "Um, are you uh, on the VIP? We both said yes. Turns out we weren't. We weren't. I don't know how that... Do they know who we are? (laughs) At least not yet. But... But one of the things that we talked about during our time there now at the Virgin Hotel for the um, NFL draft party for the Titans mm-hmm. uh, was that, that there's continual traits. and that So many. Every, every draft, there's so many. And I said to you, John, do you feel like your life is on the clock? Because mine does. I find, mm. constantly feel like my life is on the clock. I've got to trade one thing to get to another thing, and I've mm-hmm. got to trade off this to get to that. And so that's kind of why we think about this idea that, that trade-offs, there always are consequences. Yeah. There's always give and take. And what you're suggesting is, even though the motivational and famous speakers say that you can have it all, what you're suggesting is that that's a really difficult thing to do. Yeah, and that's so, something we want to share with our audience today. Yeah, and, and I love this idea. In fact, I remember the moment, very few times in my life do I remember, I, I read, love, lots of quotes. I remember the moment that I was listening to the radio, I was on my bike, it was 6.30 a.m., 2012. Wow. And some serious clarity. There was an interview that had just been done by a lady named Shonda Rhimes, highly successful TV producer, and it marked me so much that I remember the moment, right? Mm-hmm. And she's in this interview, she she's highly successful, created Grey's Anatomy, How to Get Away with Murder, I mean, these highly uh, you know, sought after TV shows, actors. And she, she says, as you try to figure out the impossible task of juggling work and family, and you hear over and over again, as you just said, that you just need a lot of help or you just need to get organized or work a little harder because you can have it all. Yeah. She says, as a successful woman, a single mother of three, she's doing all this, by the way, who constantly gets asked, how do you do it all? She gave one of the best answers I think I've ever heard, and it was very simple. She said, I don't. I don't. At any given moment, now I'm paraphrasing, that was essentially the quote, but what she meant by when they asked her, she said, at any given moment, if Meredith Grey on Grey's Anatomy is is having a, a standout role or she's winning awards or this show is being highlighted in every magazine all over the planet, my kids, my, my three kids are suffering because I'm giving my best to my work. 
And if I'm with my kids and I'm giving my best to my kids or they're struggling or they have questions or they need dating advice or whatever it may be, my work is suffering. Yeah. At any given moment, my wor- something in my world is suffering. And now you could look at that and say, well, that's a pretty negative approach. And I don't, I didn't take that away from it. So that's what I thought about. I think we'll unpack that a little more. But I think one of the things, if we if we had Shonda in here on the show, which we could, and we and we may, yeah, I think she would tell us. She would say trade offs suck, and if we focus on work life balance, we'll constantly miss the mark. So what do we do? There's a practical takeaway. Maybe we'll get that to the end. But I think for me, what I think she would tell us is a practical takeaway. Stay tuned. Wow. Well, one of the things that you said in, in that very fun and um, entertaining evening down at the Virgin Hotel with the Titans draft. I did the turf there, so did y'all check that out? So we, proud of you. We that. did. Yeah. Uh, it, it was not. We were not in the VIP area, so we will <laughs> check it out next time. But <laughs> That's true. Is that you said if you're killed, what I've realized, this is what you said to me, what I've realized if I'm killing it in one area, mm-hmm. that I'm dying in another. Yeah. And, and I didn't think that in my 30s. In my 30s, what I just thought was that I'll keep killing it 24 hours a day. And at some point, you wake up, and you're burned out, and you're overwhelmed. And you say to yourself, how did I end up where I did? Did you have that moment? Has that happened for you? Oh, my gosh. I, I, and by the way, we got to share goats because I'm excited about mine. But I'll come back to it and answer your question right now. Um, I feel that, so we've talked, I've talked about in the past how I have done some triathlons and I've got a race coming up in three weeks. And so I'm kind of at this peak of my training and I never feel it more than what I, than, than I do at this very moment in my life. And I don't like it, but I feel like at any given moment, something is suffering. I'm sacrificing something else in my life that I don't want to whether it's relationship with my wife, my kids, my work, sleep, training. If I'm hanging out with my kids, which I love to do sometimes, yeah, then I'm not training, and yet that feels heavy to me. Or if I have to get up like this morning at 4 a.m. There's so, so many get, irons in the fire. It's just Yeah, if I had to get up this morning super early, right, to get a workout in because I have to go out of town after this, this we're recording, like it's just heavy all the time, yeah. and I, I feel like that in, in this moment. Do you, I, do you suffer from that? Based on what I see, I don't. I don't feel any burnout right now. But yeah. I am thirty. I'll be thirty-two on Sunday. Um, that's maybe has a little bit to do with it. Happy birthday! Thank May, you. May 9th. May 9th. Uh, same day as Mother's Day this year. Yeah, that's tough. Wow. Huh? Uh, yeah, it's tough. I don't get any. I don't get any <laughs> no glory. Luck. I just pass it straight on to mom. Um, Good call. And my wife. But I, I don't know that I feel burnout. But there's plenty of times like within my business where I'm focusing so heavy on relationship and sales that I see operations not getting the attention mm. and feel the burden, like, from that perspective, right? Yeah. It's, golly, we've got to get better from an operations standpoint because in my business, sales are important. It's the balance of working on your business and versus in your business. For sure. Right? And, and right now, I'm still, you know, it's Goat Turf is Tyler Burnett from a sales and a relationship aspect, and they want to call me and my cell phone, and that's great, but – the operation when my business, if I sell seven million dollars this year, but I only install four, the business is really going to suffer. So it's it's a a unique 
a unique approach daily to how much time is involved in sales versus operations. And I do when mm. I'm more in sales, I feel operations is dying. And when you get to operations, if you finish, fix a whole week on it, when you need to sell it, we need to sell 125 grand a week and you don't sell anything, then sales is dying. So it's a, it's a unique perspective. It's tough. Did you see what just happened here? I asked him about work-life balance and guess what he talked to me about? Work, work, balance. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It was work, work, balance answer, wasn't it? It was work, work, balance. Hence the name of the show. Not trade-off suck, but work, work, balance. But (laughs) he just proved my point. Yeah. This is exactly where I was. Yeah. I I felt no, very little remorse because in our 30s in terms of balance. But 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 I told myself one thing, right? Yeah. I committed myself when I left the the man, car manufacturer. <laughs> I commit, I committed myself to a couple of things, and one was that I wanted more opportunity for me and my family. Number one, you're never going back. I sure hope not. <laughs> number <laughs> never two, never say never. Um, and then I wanted to create more opportunity for other people as well. Right. And I knew to do that, I had to trade off some things. Yeah. More time with my family. More time with my wife, more time training. And I'm kind of trying to go through that battle in my head right now is do I get up earlier and and work out? What am I willing to sacrifice? Yeah. Me and Sarah talked about this years ago. We said, you know, we can drive a Lamborghini if we want. If we're, what are we, what are you willing to give up? What is so important for you to have? Cause you got to give something up. Trade off. You have to trade it off. So they I said, suck. hey, you, you want to go You want to go rent a trailer? We can drive a Lamborghini around. I mean, if that's what you want. Yeah. So that's kind of the way we think about stuff all the time is that, okay, we say we want this, but are we willing to give up X, Y, and Z to have A, B, and C? So I love the way you kind of approach it. You got to understand. And the, the older I get, the more I realize that I can't be good at everything. Yeah. And what – What's my priority list, I guess, in a sense? And I'm really trying to do that in my work work, like we're talking about now, but also my work life too. And that's kind of part of I know we joke about the Sprinter a little bit, but that's why I, I got the Sprinter Yeah, is because I'm not willing to sacrifice performance, but I'm also not willing to continue working until 8 o'clock every night. That's, so for me, if, tell, if we're talking about work-life tell the, balance. Tell the audience about the Sprinter. I think it's a great, great uh, – Business move, and I think it gives you both work-work balance, which I think now we can – John is going to be known oh. from now on as the work-work balance guy. Got it. All right. And, I, uh, and so whisperer. Work-work whisperer. The work-work-work. <laughs> well, so the, why did you do it? I timed myself for four weeks. and This is a great story. Uh, while I was driving, and the least amount of time in a one week was 12 and a half hours of driving. So I said, man, 12 and a half hours. What could I do with 12 and a half hours of time? Yeah. It's a third of a work week, a normal work week. Yeah, absolutely. So I just started thinking what in the world. You know, one week I drove 16, 16 hours, 45 minutes one week. Because, wow. you know, I would go and we go. So it's weird. We go back to the work-work balance, right? Sales and operations. So if I can do more on the road, I can spend more time with operations and sales. Yeah. Yesterday I went to eight quotes. Got all eight quotes done, all submitted the same day that I went, and came back home and had twelve emails at five o'clock when I got back to the shop. Mm. Never could have done that before. Typically, so the, how many would you have when you come back? Oh, uh, one hundred and fifty. And would you answer them before you left? I would try to do everything possible, and I would get down to a number or a time that I thought, okay, I can't sacrifice my family anymore. 
but I would still go to my family, but I still wouldn't be present. Yeah. I would still be on my phone. And you, you guys have been there. Yeah. yeah. And so, so I just said, something's got to, number one, I want to enjoy what I do. I don't want to get burnt out. Yeah. And so for, for that, I said, well, okay, I can, I can use this to get more done in less time. I can use it for relationships. I can use it for enjoyment with my family. When I picked up my kids the first day that I got it and I took them to Abigail's softball game and they were watching TV and listening to music driving down the road, yeah. they thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Sure it is. And yeah. so when I can give them that and I can get the value at work and and relationships, you know, going to an architect firm and picking them up for lunch and we ride together to lunch and then come back together, I just think the intimacy is different. Right, then well, just meet me at the restaurant. So there's a practical takeaway. That's it. He he looked at the problem with a different perspective and experience and education and said, I'm going to solve this in a way that's going to create new levels of opportunity. Yeah, and here's what Shonda would, would say, I think, if, if well, this is what I was getting to earlier, and I think that's a great example of it. I think Shonda would say, give 100% of who you are at whatever moment you're sitting in. So if you're sitting in the sprinter with your kids going to lunch, 100% focus on them at that moment. James Clear, who I've talked about before, Atomic Habits, love his book. He's, he has a quote in there, and he says, our lives are purchased by where we spend our attention. And so I wrote this. I said, if, if that's true, if our lives are purchased by where we spend our attention, we need to balance the budget often, reevaluate, have others weigh it, or I'm sorry, weigh in, which are those impacted by our spend, right? Constantly live in refinement. That's how I put it. And, and I think James Clear nails it. Our lives are purchased by where we spend our attention at whatever moment we're living in at the moment. So Fis- fiscally responsible Republican right here, ladies and gentlemen, balance the budget. We I just love, lost half the audience. I, lo- <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I'm going to go ahead to my goat. Yeah. And that's yeah. going to be my Thank wife, you. Sarah Burnett. For bringing the balance. And, she, what you just said is what she's so good at and what I'm not good at mm. is that whatever she's involved in right then, she gives 110%. She's not the person that you're talking to and she's like looking over Never. your shoulder, like who's next? Well, you know, her, her phone could ring six. I love those people. You know, we could be watching a movie with the kids and her phone could ring six times and she's not even going to look at it. Wow. I would take all six calls because yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's because I'm scared I'm going to miss something or, or I just know that's that's what led to a lot of my success into my 32 year is that I'm the guy you can count on to answer the phone. Yeah. Now, email, ah, maybe, maybe not maybe. so much. Go, go so, Sarah Burnett. So, so Sarah Burnett. And, and she was, let's, let's hit this too. She was a single mother with three kids when I met her. Her and Shonda. So I think that's, um, I think that's something – that gets built into you when you just have to figure it out and you just have to, there's no option, right? There's There's nobody else to fall back on. There's no playbook for that. And so I think that's what's helped her a lot now. She probably wouldn't think about it like this, but if she could go back and look and see where she is now and her unique experiences in her life, one of the reasons she is such a great mother and wife is because she's had to go through those times. Yeah. So balance the budget often. Hmm. What's the last part to that? Balance the budget often. So if if our lives are purchased by where we spend our attention, James yeah. Clear. Yeah. What, how this I, is your I, response. How I wrote it is, is, as a response to that is, if that's true, we need to balance the budget often. Mm. Reevaluate. Have others weigh in, which are those impacted by our spend. Love it. And constantly live in refinement. Well, I think you have to... 
I think we don't do a good enough job of understanding where we want to put our time, like you're saying. We just kind of go through the day and just and just do it, right? We just say, oh, I got to train today. Yeah. We don't say, okay, over the next month or over the next week, I'm I'm training this yeah. this is what I'm trying. We don't kind of create our schedule well enough as most people. I know that I don't. So that's a great segue to my goat. And I kind of like the fact that we're we're doing goats at the end here cuz that's not normally what we do. So we're going a little off script, but I yeah, like it. Mean, we had a good thing going. Hard, yeah. We had a good thing going. So Peter we'll Peter Gibbons from one of my favorite movies of all time, Office Space. If you have not seen it, please don't tell me because we won't be able to be friends anymore. Uh, so many great lines from Office Space. That's my stapler. TPA reports. TPC. TPA? It's TPA reports. TPA. I thought we were friends. Uh, the O-Face, you have to watch for that one. Uh, but here's one of my favorite lines from Peter Gibbons, and I think it sums up this whole thing so well. He says, human beings were not meant to sit in cubicles staring at computer screens all day, filling out useless forms and listening to eight different bosses drone on about mission statements. He has this Jerry Maguire moment in the movie. Bring it full circle. Where he says, I'm out. Like, I'm not doing this anymore. His life was suffering because he was so focused on his work, which he felt like meaningless, but he was trapped in this circle where he had to be there at certain times. And when he finally gets raw and honest about it, if you've seen the movie, the bosses, like, love him. They love him. They, like, want to promote him. He's like, yeah, I come in 15 minutes late every day. I zone out for an hour, you know, this and that. I probably work about 15 minutes a day. And they're like... You've got leadership potential. <laughs> like, that's what they say, right? Like, but I think when we tr- when we become our true selves, we have that Jerry Maguire, Maguire moment, Peter Givens, off the space, and, you know, one of the best scenes where they, you know, have the cage match with the fax machine. If <laughs> kids, you can look that up in, in uh, the encyclopedia of what a fax machine is. That's right. Well, well so, so maybe he does have it all. Maybe he finally did. Maybe he does have it all, which leads right into a, a great segue into my goat. My my goat is is um, <laughs> Miller Forrestal. Oh, do we know who he is? Zero idea. He is the he is the former tight end for the University of Alabama <sighs> that just signed with the Tennessee Titans. Miller. Miller Forrestal. No trade off there. You can have it all. Go straight from. The, go- the greatest of all time in Alabama to the greatest of all time, in my opinion, professional football Oh wow! team there, the uh, NFL Tennessee. That might be a stretch. The, but <laughs> the NFL Tennessee Titans. Oh, we're striving. We're striving. And I, that came from our time at the, uh, at the Virgin at the uh, party. That was a special at night. At the draft party. That was a special night. Let's go to practical takeaways. Uh, yours is obviously buying that car, buying the Sprinter, Taking that time, using it to to your greatest advantage, work work balance well, le- I, led to more work life balance. And you yeah. know, there's another thing I can throw in there too. Another probably my most important pickup in business is Single Ops. Single Ops is my landscape solution software that I use. Yeah, and uh, I love that. I love those guys. Shout out to Single Ops. I've done a podcast with them as well. They're they're freaking awesome. What that's allowed me to do and the organization for the whole team. Um, that's been a huge blessing for us and some of the work-work balance like we talked about. I like that. we got a new term, work-work balance. My, my practical takeaway comes from something that you taught me uh, a couple months ago, 
in a former episode, in a previous episode, is uh, if you get up at 4.30 and you work out at 5, then you capture that time that almost replicates an entire extra month of work. A year. A year. Two extra hours in the mornings, an extra month a year. Yeah. That's a great takeaway. Two extra hours in the morning is a month a year. And so I will go and do that now. I will work out. I'm committed to doing that. And then I've got that extra hour to get all those emails out on the front end mm-hmm. or do the creative things that I want to do on the God, front end. Yesterday was a great example of that. Uh, got up early, got to the shop and it was, I looked down at my clock and I was pretty much caught up on everything and it was nine fifteen, and I was like, let's go. I'm yeah. winning this freaking day. Yeah. And, and I day. think it, to tack on to exactly what you two said, and I'll, I'll reiterate what I think Shonda Rhimes would tell us is, Whatever moment we're in, whether it's those two hours that you get up early, the worst thing you could do is get up two hours early and waste it. Absolutely. Right? Or have that time with your kids in the sprinter going to lunch and you're on your phone going to work, you know, doing work stuff while they're in the car, right? Like, because we can't do both. I can't, at least. I used to pride myself in being a master multitasker until I realized. That's just me doing a lot of things, not getting my very best all at the same time. Yeah. And so what I try to do for myself and the takeaway for me is a reminder to myself 100% of the moment that I'm in, whether it's with work, training, my wife, my kids, right here in VCE studios. In Nashville, Tennessee. Well, here's where we're going to land the plane today. I think the the biggest takeaway for me is that work-life balance starts with work-work balance. And if you're looking for a place to start, start there. For John and Tyler, I'm Colby Jubenville, and this is the Go Consulting Podcast. Oh, man.